0: Life was like a box of chocolates. I think this is the beginning of a
1: beautiful friendship.
2: What am I going to do with a gun rack? Who
1: the fuck do you think you're talking to? You're tuned in to the Honey Wagon Podcast, a weekly dose of unfiltered rants and reviews on the latest Hollywood flicks and timeless classics. Here are your hosts, Andy, Rich, and Lou.
2: You're listening to take thirteen of the Honey wagon podcast. Hello, guys, hey, guys. Ooh, yo mama we're uh, recording again from home.
1: <laughs> I think everybody's doing everything got gotta, home do, what you these gotta
2: days.
0: do so how has quarantining been for you guys? Just yeah. busy
2: working' yeah. cooking, walking. I lose my mind once in a while, Right. I, there's at least one point in every day where I'm like, I fucking hate this, <laughs> and I get over it. How about you
0: that's okay i'm i'm adjusting to it but um yeah i'll have a i have a mini uh feeling of anxiety for like a hot second where i'm like i don't like this and then Mm -hmm. um it passes
2: it passes and then it passes and and you're probably watching a lot of movies
0: yes so well yeah i've been reading a lot so uh, that's been good i've been enjoying uh getting Mm -hmm. a chance to read so that's been good yeah
2: okay okay that's good all right well well you know what (laughs) we have each other's company Thank you to Google
0: Yeah, for thanks, me. thanks, technology.
2: <laughs> All right. So uh, we got a lot of things to talk about on today's show. Um, coming up, we're going to have a double flashback feature. We are going back to 2002 for 28 Days Later, which is directed by Danny Boyle. Um, and then our second flashback will be In Bruges, which was a 2008 film starring Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Pretty good picks, I must say. Oh. And I'm
0: very, very excited to talk Oh, about okay. It. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. look at that. And I'm you, very
2: happy. People can't see Rich, it, but you're smiling. <laughs> Rich really pushed in Brood, and I'm like, yes, it was good. Oh, man. Yeah,
1: we'll talk more about we'll, it. We'll talk yeah. about it very
2: soon.
0: Oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to talking about it, yeah.
1: I should note, this show is dedicated to the great Brendan Gleeson, yeah. who stars in both films.
0: Yeah. A mm-hmm. double feature.
2: We
1: didn't plan that. That just
0: No. That just happened that way.
2: Total coincidence. And
0: he's a great actor. He's a really good actor. He's got a lot of range.
1: What we can't rule out is if Brendan Gleeson planned it for us. (laughs) If he has some (sighs) type of Professor Xavier cerebro like mm. setup and it's just entering the minds of every movie film podcast in the world right now sir it's your just, your listen. tin hat is very shiny today sir yeah <laughs> i gotta get people all horny on gleason okay i want them just thinking about me watching what? my movies right, they're right like me um yeah. just sex symbol brendan gleason. loving yeah. loving my life and what i've done so shout out to brendan gleason and his powers there you go,
2: there you go. um all right. Also, later on in the show, we're going to be asking each other the question: How much are you willing to pay for on-demand content? Because, uh, as you know, all the movie theaters probably in the world are closed right now. So, a lot of those movies that were supposed to come out now and in the coming months are actually moving to to online. So it's a, it's but for a price, of course. So. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll also talk about how Netflix in Canada has been cutting down the quality for Canadian subscribers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I noticed this this week because the Netflix or our Netflix has been lagging a bit. And it's so weird. And now we have the answer for it. So we'll talk a bit about that. But also on today's show, we're um, we're also dedicating the show not just to Brendan Gleeson, <laughs> but also to... Uh, all the people out there who are affected by COVID-19 right now it is a very very tough time for a lot of local businesses so we wanted to help out our neighbors um, who are operating right now during COVID-19 so we're going to be talking about some of uh, restaurants um, some people who have written to us to promote the restaurant we're doing this completely for free yep. uh, again just to help out our neighbors and our first promo goes out to a really cool coffee shop in toronto called extra butter lou you have more info
1: fantastic place uh, on instagram you can follow them at extra butter underscore roncy r o n c y and they are on ronce's fails Fantastic, fantastic coffee shop in the West End. Right now they're offering out takeout orders. They're delivering coffee, beans, and other delicious special orders to folks. And if I can quote Larry David in Curb, Mm -hmm. they got the right beans. So (laughs) go fuck yourself because Extra Butter is a very special place. You can DM them on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, Again, on Instagram, check out Extra Butter Underscore Roncy. They are the starshine of Roncesvalles Avenue.
2: All right, guys, let's get to some poll results from last week. Uh, we were asking, one of the questions was, what did you think of Netflix's Lost Girls, which is a movie that we reviewed last week in Take 12. Check it out on all the major podcast platforms. Majority of people liked it. 89% of people enjoyed it. 11% was like, nay.
0: Yeah, it's depressing. I but it I, was good. I, it's good. I recommend it. Watch it. You guys are at home. What else have you got to do? Watch it. Not with the kids. It's a good one-watcher.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not it's with the kids. A good one-watcher.
2: So. Rich, you also brought up a very interesting question last week because we all kind of were. Well, I was disagreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. and we asked a question: Does fairy tale and fantasy fall under the same category? Sure do. And yeah. uh, I think everyone's crazy because eighty-two percent of people said yes. oh yeah, There you go.
0: <sighs> no, I'm we with right. hell
2: no. I think you guys are wrong. Okay, but one person did bring up a really interesting comment on the Instagram page, which was: "Fantasy does not necessarily equate to fairy tale, but fairy tale could fall under fantasy." Yep, I agree with that. Can't go other way. Which I think that's a fair. I
1: disagree with that. I think they can
2: can fall under fairy tale. I think
1: there are fantastical elements in fairy tale, Mm -hmm. and sometimes
2: very fairy
1: tale esque elements in fantasy. Sure. Absolutely.
2: I agree. Mm, mm, no. Okay. Moving on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you salty
0: dame. I would say all fairy tales are fantasy. Not all fantasy are fairy tales.
2: Okay. 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 I That's see what fair. you're Still disagree with both of you. Both are on crack. So <laughs> let's move on to a movie that might as well have been on crack. It was 2002's 28 Days Later. It's our first flashback feature for tonight. Uh, And it's starring Cillian Murphy. The movie was directed by Danny Boyle. Rich, can I get a synopsis?
0: Okay, so uh, this movie, I don't want to call it a zombie movie, even though it's kind of a zombie movie. But uh, it's basically this guy wakes up after coming out of an accident four weeks after a mysterious, incurable virus. Uh, infects people into a murderous rage, and it spreads throughout all of the UK. And the survivors are just trying to get to uh, a safe place where these soldiers have been broadcasting. So they're just trying to make it there alive and hopefully um, survive this apocalypse. And it's yeah, pretty. Um... <laughs> Timing wise, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, crazy that we decided to watch this, and it's starring. Yeah, like you said Cillian Murphy, who's been in a bunch of uh, Christopher Nolan movies for some reason but um yeah that's basically it
2: all right and we also have a clip from the trailer let's have a listen so who are you wake up today in the hospital wake up and i'm, I'm hallucinating i got some bad news
1: they're infected infected Water. infected with what oh, i
2: shouldn't
1: have done
2: that with the blood there's something in the blood So Cillian Murphy, like, not a name that's recognizable to me at all, but his face Absolutely, extremely yeah. recognizable. Yeah. Um and I think the movie that I remember him from, I don't even think I watched this movie, was uh Red Eye or something. He was in Red Eye, yeah. He was in Red Eye, yeah. Okay. And that was probably one of his bigger movies at the time. Have, that you, was not, have you not watched Peaky Blinders? Have you
0: never seen it? Mm-mm-mm. No, no I haven't CB seen it. Yeah, it's a Batman good show. Dance.
2: Um he has one of those faces that are like He's handsome, but he's creepy.
1: Yeah. He's a good supervillain face.
2: That's what it is. It's his eyes, right? Uh, In this movie, he was a good guy. Okay, so let's get into it. What did you guys think? So, Rich, you've seen this movie. It it was uh, a movie that you highly recommended. You thought it was really scary, right? Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. This is maybe one of those things with horror movies where it's hard to appreciate a horror movie on multiple viewings because, obviously, the shock factor of the scare scenes aren't there for you anymore right so um Mm. my first time watching it i was like i was just on the edge of my seat because you just never know when they may be attacked it's just you're on edge and you're on guard the whole time in this world that these people are trying to get through right but um now on multiple viewings i still like it a lot it didn't feel as scary but again this is me after having seen it a couple of times already but um did you guys think it was scary
2: I mean, I, I didn't think it was scary. Like, I, I don't know if I would put it in the horror genre, but it would definitely, that would be the only fitting genre. Um, it was a bit of science fiction, I think, would a you little call, it,
0: would yeah. you call Would you call it a zombie movie?
2: Uh, yes, I do think it is a zombie movie.
1: Here, so what I'll throw into the mix is that this movie kind of sparked a new era of zombie movie where yes. zombies are running around fast, like crazy. Right. Yeah. So you look at um, what's it called? A uh, zombie land. Mm-hmm. I think it was the dawn of the dead, re- either dawn of the dead or day of the dead. Pretty sure. It was the dawn of the dead remake, where and you Shaun have the all the these Sean well, of the dead. They're slow, and but it did true. at the same time, it did kind of respark the zombie thing in general, mm. but also the fast moving zon- uh, zombie Ooh. as a, a monster. You might mm. be right
0: about that, and that's part of the thing that really terrified me about this movie because it's the first zombie movie I'd ever seen where the zombies run fast. Because it's always been sort of like a comical thing where oh, it's always like that. Yeah, and they eventually just overwhelm you with their numbers, but like you can and usually run like- away from them, <laughs> but. This was the first time, yeah, where zombies like you have to literally run for your life, otherwise they'll track you down and kill you, basically. But, um, but, yeah,
1: I, I wouldn't consider them zombies just because traditionally zombies are rising from the grave, sure, and are
2: they're dead, dead. and are dead, and usually their
1: brains. dead are walking. These these zombies, uh, and I'll just throw a quick spoiler alert drop spoiler spoiler spoiler, the, spoiler. like the reason that everyone's crazy, it's fucking ridiculous. Their scientists are trying to figure out how to cure rage by experimenting on these poor chimpanzees and a bunch of animal rights activists. They don't listen to the scientists. Uh, A chimp bites a person. That person goes crazy. They bite another person, blah, 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 boom. And it takes over
0: Britain. That's the other thing that I found really scary about this movie, which was also a new thing that they introduced in zombie movies where you turn very quickly it used yeah. to be with zombie movies, it would take a little while. You get bit, you'd have a little time to figure it out before you turn into a zombie. Yeah. With this movie, you're a zombie in ten seconds. Like as soon as
2: you're bit, yeah, yeah. They have up to twenty seconds. But let's let's go back for a second. <laughs> back. Jack. Why rage? And also, when I think of rage, yeah. shouldn't they be angry? They were like, and that's why goes back to the zombie theory because they had zombie instincts. Um but the rage thing didn't didn't make any sense. What they're experimenting on rage, why? Number one. Number two, that that's what rage is?
0: Well really? m- murderous, I guess. I don't know, I guess, but yeah. Yeah no yeah. I, so wait did you get so you didn't yeah. find it to be scary did you find it to be intriguing at least what it was kind of saying about humans being monsters in their own right compared to the monsters that were real monsters
1: yeah I, I think yeah. that's what the the message they're trying to deliver even right at the start where they're forcing this chimpanzee to watch all these different videos of violence different violent atrocities occur, uh, occurring across the world and so I think that says to you that okay you know what uh, sure, this rage disease. Who knows uh, how the hell they figured this one out? But that is an issue. Violence, like un, like incurable, unreasonable uh, un, um, violence, is an issue constantly.
2: Mm. Yeah, it, it's
1: yeah, it, and it's it's nothing that's going away soon. Like it's it's constantly recurring. This is a disturbing problem that mm-hmm. occurs across uh, our planet
2: i thought that uh the movie was it had good jump scares so i didn't think it was like terrifying but it had moments of like whoa you know and um and it definitely it was so funny to watch this movie because it's like danny boyle is one of those directors where i find that any movie i watch of his each movie is different Mm -hmm. but his style is so present. Oh, okay. I, like his style I, of directing
0: is so Okay, there. I don't know his style of directing, per se. I've only seen a couple of his movies, so I don't know if I would Just pick like it up. Just, like, camera
2: shots and everything. It's, it's kind of like, yeah, well, I was going to say, not not that there was a saying. It's like watching a Tarantino movie. You know, they always have that, you know, like, uh, Tarantino always has, like, a car scene. Right, right. You know, the back of the car scene, that kind of thing. So, for me, like, I don't know, Danny Boyle always had these, like, speed-up shots and, like, Quick, very distinct. You know, qu- yeah, very distinct style. Um, I thought, yeah, so lots of jump scares. It was really good at, in that sense. Uh, it was really funny, actually, to watch close to the beginning of that movie because it reminded me of, like, the first episode of, um, what's that zombie show? Uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. It yeah. was exactly the same <laughs> beginning yeah, of oh, Walking yeah. Dead. Oh, but, minus but, the,
0: again, Walking Dead came after this, so...
2: Even after, well, yeah. sorry, that's what I'm saying. Walking Dead, like, right. did they just rip it off of this movie? Um, but
0: that that scene became yeah. a kind of an iconic scene where he's woke up from the hospital and all of London was empty. Like, they had to coordinate mm-hmm. with and have cooperation of people in London in order to shoot that scene, to have people out of sight in order to get those shots. But that became kind of a thing that got parodied in other movies in terms of the guy wakes up and where's everybody type thing. And um, right. I think think this movie might be a milestone movie anybody that's listening to the podcast quote let me know if I'm wrong or not but I think this might have been one of the first movies that was shot entirely digitally before Mm -hmm. that I think uh this was the first film I think quote I may be wrong but I think this might be one of the first films entirely shot on digital cameras
1: I will point something out that is maybe very Danny Boyle across two films at least is that he does have a fondness for his protagonist to endure some type of injury and wake up from a coma and the world is completely different. And I'll compare 28 <laughs> days to yesterday. Right. <laughs> where 28 days. He wakes up. Oh, rage zombies. Yesterday wakes up. No Beatles. Right. But this. Person is yeah. Only one and they
2: remembers. were both cyclists and they were both British. Got knocked out and British. Well, actually, I guess-
1: yeah. Yeah. You guys saw
0: yesterday.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you recommend
2: it? no. No. Oh. Skip,
1: it. Skip it. Skip it. Really, it's a very disappointing movie. Oh. And if you didn't like Ed Sheeran already, you'll grow to dislike him even more.
2: It's a fun, it's just a fun movie. If yeah. you're looking for an afternoon flick, that's that kind it of It seems like sure. such an
0: intriguing idea for a movie that everybody forgot about the Beatles except oh, this one so guy we should
2: on paper it's great. We should talk about it because I fucking hated it. It didn't <laughs> make any sense. It contradicted itself. It never actually answered anything was, I found. Oh, it, it doesn't.
0: doesn't. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. Let's okay, back to 28 days later though, but yeah. I still enjoyed it overall watching it again. It's not not as scary for me, again, because I've already seen it a couple of times. So I still like mm. it. I still recommend it. It's still one of the best zombie movies yeah. I've ever seen.
1: I'll also say the soundtrack was fantastic. Oh, oh so good. It was right. really good.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and,
1: like, the score and also just some of the sound, like, Godspeed, uh, Granddaddy. So many cool songs throughout the film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, i give a couple big thumbs up for that, for sure. Yeah, well, it was a really it was a good
0: movie. I what did it. you guys think of Brendan Gleeson since he's uh, going to be in the next movie as well too? What, what would you
1: think? He was fantastic. I love the relationship with his daughter. You can Frank. tell he's such a, yeah. such a caring person. He mm-hmm. cares about these new arrivals and, his, he, he doesn't bullshit them. Like, we need to work together and, yeah. you know, we need your help as much as his, you need our
0: help. His death upset me so much because oh. it was mm. so pointless for him to die that way that he, just because he was yelling at that bird, he was frustrated and he just happened to stand underneath that dead body for that one drop of blood to get in his eye. And I was, oh, I was rich so angered by that. Like, oh, it was horrible.
2: The other day, so after watching this movie, it, it's been raining a few days here in Toronto and a drop of rain went into my eye. And of course this whole COVID-19 <laughs> happening. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this might be a true story. <laughs> I freaked out. Anyways, I'm all good. Oh but, man. Uh, Kate, I think we should write this movie. Okay. Yeah. You guys ready? Um, what should we do it out of zombies? Uh, sure. Or monkeys. Oh, I must say though, one my, my one comment about this was that in terms of if it holds up, I'm sure at the time, It probably was like, whoa, really cool in theaters. Uh, But the monkeys or the puppetry or whatever they did for the monkeys was pretty
0: pretty bad i you know what i think sometimes they do that on purpose because they want you to know that it's fake
2: it's not real yeah
0: Uh, i actually think sometimes they do that on purpose in some films that you can tell it's Mm -hmm. not a real animal And i think they do that on purpose because if if it looks real that could be really disturbing to people but let me ask you guys one more thing before we rate it Mm -hmm. do you think it would have been scarier had you gone to the theater and seen it
1: oh for sure Mm -hmm.
0: absolutely okay
2: oh yeah for sure i mean i still like i said the jump scares were on point like i actually like jumped in my seat right um so you know it was one of those things it wasn't uh it wasn't like watching scream or whatever Ru's, Like, oh, <laughs> going to pop up now it was it was the right amount of scare i would say it's more a thriller okay a- can we do
0: a real quick tangent real quick just yeah. what off the top of your head, what is the scariest movie either of you have seen?
2: Uh, Exorcist. Okay. Anything yeah. with exorcist. young yeah. girls and devils.
1: <laughs> uh, there's so many scary movies. Uh, recently, like those insidious movies are pretty freaky. Okay. Um, I think The Shining is still yeah, scary, yeah, yeah. but it's still, I think, just one of the best movies ever. Just oh yeah. No matter what genre, that is a just a fucking.
0: Yeah, it's a mind, mind fuck. Yeah, it's a total mind fuck, yeah. Yeah.
2: I never consider it as a horror movie. I just I can't see it that way. <laughs> like I know there are there are there are moments. Oh my gosh, Richard, it's it true. is. It's a horror movie. I've seen- <laughs> I've also seen it so many times. So I compare The Shining to, like, Led Zeppelin. How, like, people put Led Zeppelin in the metal category, and I'm like, they're not metal. Oh, they're not
1: metal. Well, people don't put them in the metal category. They put them in the heavy metal
2: category. Heavy metal. That's what Which I mean. Which is a totally yeah.
1: kind of different thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Eh. I don't agree. I don't agree. I feel like The Shining, it's a classic. It has, sure, thrilling elements.
1: <laughs> Spooky,
2: sure. Spookiness yeah. goes into it's
0: horror. a horror. It's a horror. <laughs> Spooky, spook, or It sense. Was ET a oh, horror? Uh, okay. What are we rating this? <laughs> uh, what are we? What are we rating it out of?
1: Zombies. Let's just rate it. Okay. Out of- okay. Okay. Let's just do zombies. Okay. Sure.
2: Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going I'm gonna give it a pretty high rating. Four. I had fun watching it. I liked it. It's, I would
0: recommend it. It's a good movie. Four, for me, same thing, four uh, four out of five, four zombies, and they're, like, really fast, and they'll kill you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll give it 3.6 out of five. One thing that I forgot to mention that I kind of threw me for a loop after was how Cillian Murphy's character was basically made out of steel. He managed to come Mm. out of a coma, was walking completely, and then running later, completely fine. Yes, Uh, He, near the end of the film, when, you know, he's... He escapes and he's trying to help everyone and save the two girls. He's suddenly like Batman. He's moving around swiftly into the shadows. Like he's
2: faster than the soldiers. Yeah, and
1: he's just fucking taking names. And then he gets shot in the stomach, somehow manages to survive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah. know
2: what? I kind of want to change my rating because that's true. I forgot about this part. Oh,
0: parts. see. This guy <laughs> no, tampered. You, you were tampering the witness.
2: Because <laughs> no, that is something like I said. He to be tampered. I'm like, there is no way if you've been in a coma. We we know he's been in a coma for at, at least 20 years. At least 28 days. Yeah. But there's no way you would be walking that quickly. Also, what's up with all the nudity scenes of his balls and ass? But whatever. <laughs> but maybe it was a selling point. But um, in terms of, yeah, the ending, like, what? They just found this nice little bunker house or whatever. I love that cottage, though. Um, and, then, and then what was with them, like, I know he kept saying hello in the movie, but I feel like that would take forever. I would just make a sign that said hi.
0: Right supposed to hello <laughs> or help maybe help
2: or help <laughs> yeah four I letters mean, if I instead would of five yeah yeah i would just be like oh that's a nice sign hello because
0: the thing they yeah. showed they kind of alluded to it earlier in the movie and you saw before mm. they had it finished it said hell instead of hello so it seemed like people were just like giving up on life right but when right. they end the movie they're actually spelling out hello and they're not giving up on life Happy okay sure <laughs> I know you don't like happy endings, Andy.
2: I'll keep it at four. Although we don't know what happened. Maybe they die. Maybe the plane didn't stop. And there is a sequel
0: 28 weeks later, which isn't the greatest.
1: Yeah, I watched that one as well. So there's was, a sequel? There was oh. some, that one had some scary scenes. Yeah, and that... more gross stuff happens. Uh, went a little is this with town. the same cast? No, no, totally, no, no. Different. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. totally different cast, different director, but um, same concept 28 weeks later. Not as okay. good as 28
2: Days Later, though. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, I mean, did you rate it, Lou? I did. Three, you did? Okay. Oh, it was a 3.7 out of 6, 4. 3.6, I were
0: think. Were those particularly okay. fast zombies or slow zombies, Lou?
1: Those are fast ones. <laughs> and I don't like the fast ones. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. I don't like the fast
2: guys. Mine were fast, too. All yeah. right. It's a pretty good movie. If uh, you're interested in checking out 28 Days Later, you can always check it out. On, I guess, whatever these uh, app stores are on your phone. I know on Apple, it's definitely the iTunes store. You can check it out there. Rent it for like 5 bucks. Uh, that's 28 Days Later, directed by Danny Boyle. All, all right, so we're about to get into a break. Uh, but before we do, we do want to promote our second local business. Rich, what do we got next? Well,
0: I am going to be uh, plugging... And coming highly recommended, Stock in Trade. So they're uh, located near Danforth and Greenwood. It's a butcher and sandwich shop. And sandwiches are so choice times like these.
2: Mm-hmm. It's the
0: perfect meal to have when you're like hunkered in the house and you just want to get something to eat. And what I love about what they're offering at Stock and Trade, Instagram, if you want to check them out, it's Stock in Trade, T-O. So Stock and Trade, all word. And then put that TO on it. They have a no minimum on orders and they offer free delivery and they have an online shop as well. So that's very cool. So check them out. They're near Danforth and Greenwood, but they do deliver free delivery, no minimum orders, stock and trade.
2: Awesome. Well, again, these are all local businesses that we're going to be promoting, uh, throughout the show. And they're all, um, businesses that, uh, people had written into, uh, into our uh, Instagram account. So we put a posting out there saying if you have a local business or you have a favorite local business that's operating during the COVID-19 crisis to let us know, and we will promote it for absolutely free on our podcast so if you have any other recommendations just dm us or comment on any of our posts and we'll make sure to include it on the next episode all right coming up after the break we're going to get into our second flashback feature which is 2008's in bruges starring colin farrell and brendan gleason all right let's get into that break and uh get into our second review giddy up
1: show starts in one minute what is it say what is it hey why it's buttercup popcorn and sweet cream butter
2: to hot popcorn mix it up wrap it up
1: buttercup is born it's delicious so
2: nutritious it's a
1: taste delight it's so munchy crisp and
2: crunchy you'll enjoy each by eat butter buttercup
1: popcorn at its best served in a king-size cup Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater. And
0: now, on with the show.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to the Honey Wagon Podcast. If you're interested in commenting on a review of 28 Days Later, you can always uh, follow us on Twitter at Honey Wagon Pod and reach us there or on Instagram at the Honey Wagon Podcast. Also, if you have any film recommendations, uh, make sure to let us know and we'll review it for the next episodes. I was going to say next episode, but we already have plans for that one. But anyways, all right. On to our third local business promotion for this episode. Uh, Another listener wrote into us uh, to recommend a really cool fish market called Hooked. And uh, they're on Instagram at Hooked Inc. And they have four locations in Toronto. And what's really cool is that you can get, you can order ahead and get curbside pickup. They also have a a really neat thing going on. Their customer service line is not only open for, you know, phone calls for orders, but also if you just want to talk, if you need someone to talk to at this time, you know, during social isolation, people get lonely, man. Well, that's nice of them to do that. Very cool. Check out at hooked Inc on Instagram. And they're a uh, fish market in Toronto with four locations across the city. If you want some fresh fish, go for it.
1: Sounds nice. Have
2: you just,
0: on uh, Side note, have you guys been eating a little more since you've been uh, kind of cooped up since this whole yeah. COVID thing? I've been finding, like, I've been going to the fridge, like, all the time.
1: I disagree. Maybe, like, speaking for myself, maybe one to two snacks a day. Uh, and then just lunch
0: and dinner. Can we can we maybe poll people about this, perhaps? I just wonder, like, I feel like yeah. I've gained a couple of pounds since I've been, like, trapped in the house. <laughs> and uh, I wonder if everyone else is just... Board
1: eating. Too. I actually lost... Yeah, knock on wood, I lost a couple
2: pounds. Yeah, I lost a few pounds. Um, It's funny because the first week, <laughs> I know, right? The first week of this working from home, I ordered a scale because I already needed one anyways, um, but I've been walking a lot. So I've been eating a lot of junk food, but walking a lot. Oh,
0: I only walk That's once awesome. a day and I get back in and I bar the door and I... <laughs>
2: i've been eating a lot of cookies i uh recently broke my six-year break from pop tarts oh, and i'm uh how I'm was personally. that so fucking good i feel alive and well i've been having some water
1: crackers uh, <laughs> uh so i was gonna lose some weight before this whole shenanigan started i had some licorice last friday that was Ooh, licorice. good it was like not sugary licorice I think they flavored it with fucking blood or something. Oh, that's color. Nobody likes Uh, blood licorice. No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The worst kind. That's the the worst kind of
1: licorice. I think I kiboshed in about two minutes.
2: You've been eating snacks that are just not fun. No. (laughs) Eat lifeless snacks. Oh, so that's I'm going to kill myself snacks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So,
0: funless snacks are the way to go if you don't want to gain weight. There you go.
2: But is it worth it?
0: I don't think so. If I'm going to be cooped up in the house, I'm going to enjoy my snacks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, trying to get like a, a cheap day going as well. So we, I got some really nice jello the other day. My favorite <laughs> jello, with the, the orange
2: jello with the orange slices.
1: Oh I I'm like an octopus. I just I just
2: ruin it. That's actually literally how he eats yeah, them. It's disgusting. <laughs> he always takes a spoon out, but I look at him and I'm like, he's not gonna use the spoon. And he never does. He I just use, slurps no, it out. Of the you go. I sometimes
1: will use the spoon if I'm feeling fancy, but most of the time I'm pretending I'm an octopus. <laughs> right. And I'm pretending that a uh, Jell-O cup is some poor, unsuspecting clam or snail that's just kind of found its way across my and grotto. And you're a predator. I'm here, No, I, exactly. I'm a predator. <laughs> a and the fucking snail's like, do, oh, just hanging out. And then I, I come out of nowhere. Sorry, motherfucker. Boom. Jello time. Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was the alternate ending to Finding Nemo. Yeah,
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, the director's cut the yeah. runs on everybody.
2: The Indraka cut, yeah, the unhappy ending, very violent,
1: jello ending.
2: <laughs> All right, let's get into our second flashback feature for today. We're going back to 2008, 12 years ago. To review in Bruges, starring Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Oh yeah, our guy Lou. Yeah. Can we get a synopsis? Uh, Yes, two um,
1: hitmen from London are sent to Bruges after they've committed a uh, a, a hit. They've committed a hit, so they're hiding out in Bruges. One of the hitmen is loving life in this very historic uh, European uh, town, um, whereas the other is not too fond of Bruges at all. And so begin many conversations about life and their own philosophies about life and death. And you get the background of this extremely gorgeous town, um, and the story progresses uh, with confrontations between people in Bruges, mm-hmm. their boss back in London, and a very fascinating story develops. I loved it. Oh, so yeah, glad! Know, Finally, I know.
0: Andy.
2: I know. <laughs> Finally, me and Rich have always, throughout the podcast, we've always been divided. But today we are united. Wow. I think this,
0: this, is this is the first movie. time since 1917. This is the first time uh, since 1917.
1: No. Fully what about unborn. Lost Girls? We all felt the same about mm. Lost Girls.
0: I guess so. But it's it's not the same. It's Netflix.
2: <laughs> the, the passion. <laughs> it's all. You sound
1: like a, an Academy Awards. It's uh, Netflix.
2: <laughs> we had another listener I should mention. Um who noted that uh, they they still count? This is in regards to a topic of a discussion we had about if Netflix films should even be in the same category as other. Movies that have a theatrical release, if they should be nominated in those categories at award shows. Right. Uh, we kind of came to a conclusion, maybe, okay, maybe have separate categories. But we had a listener who was like, nope, they should all be lumped together. Mm. Play, you know? Just the a Lord
0: of the Flies of films, basically. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. 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 sure. So it's debatable. But okay. um, yeah, you're right, though. Like, this is the first time since 1917... I feel like we're having a relationship conversation right now. It's been a while, but you know, it's been the first time since we felt the same way. And uh, I'm so glad you
0: guys liked it because yeah. this movie, rewatching it now for the pod for today, mm-hmm. I forgot how much I love this movie and how good it is. And apparently, and again, if you guys are out there listening, let me know if I'm wrong or not. But apparently, tourism went up for Bruges <laughs> when this movie came out. Cause I want to go to yep. Bruges now after I've watched <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. I would love to go see this, like just whatever they've got there. I want to go see it now because this mm-hmm. movie, I, everything about this movie, it's so good. And Colin Farrell is amazing in it.
2: He's unbelievable. I believe the reason why this movie came up was when we were reviewing The Gentleman because we all loved Colin Farrell in that movie. He and was the standout. He was hilarious, yeah, right? Was and that's when you recommended this movie. And oh my gosh, it's so funny because I never think of Colin Farrell that way. I never think of him as like a funny guy. He's always kind of more of the dramatic, serious role. And this one, it is a, it's a, a movie that has dramatic elements, but it's um, almost like a dark comedy in a I way. I so for sure. And he's just so fucking funny. I think the one regret I have watching this movie is, I wish I was able to get closed captioning on it.
0: Oh. (laughs) Um,
2: Because there's so many jokes. I had to keep pausing it and going back. Their accents are pretty
1: thick. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And they talk fast, a little bit fast um, with the, you know, the UK accents and everything. Well,
1: I I think they're both Irish, right? So they're both Irish accents and they're from London.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was it was so good that and I and it's kind of like 1917. I mean, in the sense that it's not about the typical way you would portray that story. For example, 1917, I liked it because of the alternate lens that they took with it. With this movie, um, yeah, these are two like I guess hitmen or whatever. Um, but I didn't have to see their dirty business. I just saw them in their true elements as people and bonding together. This one guy who loves appreciating um, architecture and history and all that kind of stuff. And another guy who just wants to have a good time. And, you know, he's a bit younger than him. They clash, but they also get along. Right. Oh my gosh. And that scene where Brendan Gleeson was assigned to Pretty much, and spoiler alert, spoiler alert! Okay, spoiler,
1: spoiler, spoiler, spoiler.
2: spoiler. Pop uh, Colin Farrell in the head, <laughs> and then the irony is that he was about to pop himself in the head, and he stops him. <laughs> I love, uh-uh. I love that scene. It was so right. clever.
0: This is a key plot point that um, I don't think we mentioned, though. That we should let people know is that the older hitman has been told by their boss to kill the younger hitman while they're on yeah. this trip, and because- he doesn't want to do it but it's because he killed a little boy by accident um, which is very key as well for what happens later in the movie yeah um, but he killed a little boy by accident on one of his jobs his first job actually and his boss basically is like innocents are not to be killed children are not to be killed so he's got to go and he's feeling guilt about it himself as well which is why he wants to kill himself which is really key when you guys i you guys should rewatch this movie now knowing mm-hmm. that what you know and you'll pick up more on why he's acting the way he is earlier in the movie because Mm -hmm. now you'll know because he seems like he's acting really weird at the beginning of the movie if you watch it again knowing now why they're in bruges in the first place you'll appreciate it even more i think
1: yeah Mm -hmm. this is definitely a film that i will be happy to watch again uh many many times i I i adored it like visually it was so nice again. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, this is a gorgeous town. Obviously, t- tourism's going up because it's <laughs> lovely to look at. There's these fantastic shots. Um, the soundtrack, the soundtrack for the most part was really lovely. If I'm not mistaken, there was this random like metal scene yeah, or music wise, which yeah. was just like, "Whoa, this is kind of out of nowhere." Um, but yeah, the music was great and the performances were both fantastic. Mm-hmm. All and 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 so I'm not just saying Brendan Gleason and um, Colin Farrell, who they went from stone cold and angry to like so sad and heartbroken to so hilarious and just delivering these hilarious lines. Um, but also, I think it's Ralph Fiennes is in yeah, the film. Ralph Fiennes, he he's their amazing. boss Harry.
0: Yeah, he was hilarious. He was, uh,
1: mm-hmm. He's just generally an amazing actor as well. But when you see that he's on the other line. Mm-hmm. Uh, And he enters himself into the film. It's like, holy cow. He's, uh, I love the way,
0: I love the way they introduced him too, because um, they didn't really Mm -hmm. say that Ralph Fiennes was in it a whole lot at the time when it was out. So it was almost a little bit like a surprise, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And his character is just, Perfect. Like, he's a man of integrity. You got to say that. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I must say, um, (laughs) in the beginning, like, so I really loved uh, just the two characters, their back and forth. There was a few other characters here and there. Um, At first, I was not okay with them because you only ever hear Harry on the phone. Um And then when they introduce his character, I'm like, oh, no, I actually was like, great. Now the story is going to go downhill from here. But nope, they kept it. The (laughs) writers did such a good job. Like, I really, really enjoyed the writing of this movie. I thought the third, the added, like adding in Harry, because he literally came in at the last third of the movie. Yeah, the last act of the movie, basically. And uh, I was like, oh, great. This is going to go downhill. But nope, they kept it going. Oh, and it just kept getting better and better. So good, I loved it.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, and you know, and still managing to turn—I uh, would say the one of the final scenes there—managing mm-hmm. to turn such a combining a very dark memory with a dark present, but making it
2: so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should should I allude to what happened? No. Yeah. No. yeah. No, why you want it you want people to I want people to watch this movie. I was gonna throw a spoiler alert in there as well. Because we're
1: near the end of this review. Yeah. So spoiler alert. Okay.
2: Take your headphones off for a second.
1: (laughs) So Colin Farrell having killed this poor child accidentally. He then is you know, he's been shot a bunch of times. He stumbled onto the set of his friend, the little person, I can't remember his name in the film. They did not really um, say
0: his name in the movie, no.
1: mm-hmm. but Harry comes in again, pops him a bunch of times through the chest or through the back. But one of the bullets, much like Colin Farrell, yep. it kills a little person, blows his head off. But he's not a kid though. He's <laughs> he mm-hmm. the kid, and he yeah. and he tried to tell him. He
0: tried to even say yeah. to him, "It's not a kid." But he,
1: yeah. Oh, and so it's it's just you have this this two mountains of you know sadness and oh my and just this awful occurrence but it's just so when you put it all together it's hilarious but
0: how do oh you not God. respect harry because he said you got to have principles and he yeah, kills himself like who does that
1: but that is the entire film it's it's the Their analysis, excuse me, of all of their sets of principles and philosophies on life and death and Mm -hmm. what they're on this earth to do, really. And I love how
0: tormented he is by the fact that he killed a kid. So you know he's not like a soulless killer. Like he's, he may be a hitman, he takes money to kill people, but he has. Standards, morals. he has principles, morals, ethics, and the whole nine. And to the point where he was going to kill himself because he yeah. did this. So I, oh, I'm so, so happy to watch this again.
1: <laughs> watch this yeah. movie, folks. Watch yeah. this film. I I so recommend. happy to
0: watch it again. Okay, let's rate it. Might as well. Um, I don't okay. know what you guys want to use to rate it. Uh, pints
2: of beer.
1: Pints of
0: beer because okay.
2: there's uh, a lot of beer in the, in the film. And yeah, Colin Farrell was always trying to get after a beer, or his character was. What was his character's name?
0: His character's name was um, Uh, Ray. It was Colin Farrell was playing Ray. Brendan Gleeson was Ken. Ken, Ralph Fiennes was Harry. And then there was also Clements Posey, who was Chloe, who was uh, Ray's Mm -hmm. love interest. And I just love even the the, uh, tertiary characters played significant roles in the movie as well in terms of how the events played out as well. Like there were Mm -hmm. no wasted parts in this movie at all. Yeah.
1: You're, You're absolutely right.
2: Okay, let's rate it. I like to go first. Yeah. Uh, since the two actors are Irish, both are Irish, right? Sure. I'm going to give it to one of my favorite beers, uh, which is a Kilkenny Irish Cream Ale, <laughs> and it's nice and cold, and it has this very nice, defining line of a head at the top, and uh, it's very rare because it's hard to find at a, a at a British or a Irish pub. But you know, I. Walked into the right pub. I found it very crisp, refreshing, and I just feel great. I don't feel bloated. I feel satisfied. (laughs) I'm going to give it five. Five out of five
1: pints. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do the same. Uh, I love Kilkenny, but I'm going to go with my classic go-to, my favorite alcoholic beverage in the world, the elixir of the, the ether itself, the great Guinness. Uh, Five pints of Guinness, which usually, if I'm out on the town, it's usually five at the least. But, um, yeah, five beautiful, velvety pints of magical, magical Guinness. Mm, Sounds great. Nice. Well, you know what? I'm not a beer guy,
0: (laughs) but I will still use a pint glass and I will put whiskey in it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Irish whiskey, I hope. Which
0: it will be. Of course, it will be Irish whiskey, and I will give you five pints of Irish whiskey. Take mm-hmm. your time with it. You should really only drink maybe a quarter of it, but <laughs> <laughs> one
1: pint. That's a, that, that's enough. <laughs> Whiskey to last you a quarantine.
0: Yes, but this movie is so good. I'm so glad it popped up that we actually reviewed it, and yeah. I I actually want to watch it again. I think being quarantined, I may watch it again
1: just because. And yeah, everyone, so go watch that movie for sure.
2: So good. Remember, uh, any movie that we mention, um, well, the, the two flashback features that we mentioned today, uh, you can definitely check it out on uh, whatever app store you use or wherever you can get content online. Uh, So, for example, I'm pretty sure you can get this movie on iTunes. Just search it in Bruges, starring Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Highly recommended. Both actors were fantastic. And again, that movie was from 2008. All right. So, uh, before we get into our subplot discussion, let's do our last promotion of a local business. Lou, do you want to get into that? Absolutely. I'm talking about In
1: Unison Guitar Lessons. You can find them on Instagram at InUnisonGuitar. They're offering virtual lessons on Skype with a special discount of 25% off. If you head to the website, uh, you will find just a a solid um, diversity when it comes to music that you can learn. Um, The guitarist is especially skilled in all sorts of genres. Uh you'll find YouTube lessons. Um you can find again the website is inunisonguitar.com, Facebook, it's inunison. And the deal right now uh, that they're offering is a 25% discount. Uh if you enter the
2: word hashtag stay home. And you can also find them on Instagram at In Unison Guitar. Remember, all the all of these uh, local businesses that we're promoting are um, recommendations that we got from our followers on social media. So if you have any local businesses that you want to promote and you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, I really love this ramen place down the street. I want to promote it. Well, let us know and we will Literally, just promote it for free on this podcast because um, it's all about supporting local businesses at this time who are heavily impacted by the COVID nineteen. The crisis. least we can do. Yeah, it's the least we can do. And
1: you know what? You have a lot of time on your hands. A lot of people are saying, "Hey, you know what? I want to learn this instrument. I want to learn to speak a different language." You know, learning guitar is, is the time
0: not to do it. Idea at all, you mm-hmm. have the time to do it for sure. Honestly, for sure, take advantage of this downtime that you have to maybe learn something new. Yeah. Keep busy, yeah. Yeah,
2: and there's lots of promo codes going on right now um cuz people are trying to encourage business. So check it out. Like some some restaurants are even doing like a 2 for 1 deal, that kind of thing. Um yeah, support your local businesses. All right. So uh, let's get into our subplot discussion for today. And now, Rich, uh, you brought this to our attention that, yeah, a lot of movies, you know, movie theaters are closed right now. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of um, big production companies and distributors were like, well, what do we do with this film? And some of them are moving to video on demand content, which got us thinking, how much would you pay? <laughs> for video on demand?
0: I would pay. OK, so the the whole point of this conversation got Uh, started because of Universal. So they were the first one to kind of skip the whole time period between it being released to it going to being available for on-demand to rent it because obviously these are weird times. So they have available right now The Invisible Man, The Hunt, and Emma for $20. I would actually pay $20 for a movie. And what I'm thinking about is that I hope they do this, and I'm just wishful thinking here because Black Widow was supposed to be coming out very soon. Mm -hmm. um it's probably not going to come out obviously i don't think it was i think it was early may that black widow was supposed to come out Mm -hmm. if marvel decides to put it on disney plus or something and charge twenty dollars to see it i would pay that Mm -hmm. i really Mm -hmm. would Uh, these other movies we saw the invisible man we rated it or we reviewed it you guys can go listen to that episode don't pay twenty dollars to see to see it (laughs) I'm just saying, sorry, not sorry, but for other movies that may be coming out because of what we're in currently, and it may be a few months before there will be new releases for us to be able to go to the theaters to see it, I think I would pay 20 bucks to see any of the new movies. If if No Time to Die is available on some website for 20 bucks to watch it, legitimately, I would watch it.
1: I don't think I would pay $20. I think... You know, that's a, that's a price you would pay to go see a film in theater, and that's an experience
2: in itself. Ooh, I'll okay. interrupt you, though. Yeah, A general admission ticket is way, is cheaper than that. It's I know, but I'm talking 12, about just the whole bucks.
1: experience of going to the theaters. Uh, and I'm throwing in maybe a popcorn in there or something, it, like $20. I, I think yeah, if, but
2: you're not getting if if I can the find same bang it, for your buck
1: here. You're right, I, Andy. I Either way, I think if I can find it online for much less. Can I revise my 10,
0: thing? Like then I'll say 15 yeah. bucks. I'll pay 15 bucks, not 20, yeah, I, but I would pay 15.
1: I think if it's a between a 10 to $15 price for a new movie. Yeah. I think I'd be comfortable with that. Like $20, 20 bucks.
2: All right, here I go. Oh, it's too much. I think it's too much. And like, also like, see if it's the situation of black widow. Cause I do want to watch that movie. Yeah. Um, so if Disney plus were to do it, Number one, I already have to pay a subscription for Disney Plus, and then I have to pay more on top of that. Like, fuck no. I think that's too much. I feel like if you don't have a subscription, yes, maybe you pay a little more. But if you're already in the system, maybe you pay like 10 bucks or 5 or 10 bucks or that's something. That's the way it should be. That's fair. Because mm-hmm. it's not the same theatrical experience. When you go to the movie theater, maybe you're paying for AVX. Maybe you're getting a 3D. Regardless, you're going to get a good surround sound. When you're at home, like, I, could, most people are watching on their laptops, maybe their cell phones. Do you really want to spend $20 for a video on demand now, experience?
0: Let me ask you a question now, because uh let's just suppose Marvel does decide, because of the current situation we're in, to put Black Widow on Disney+. Plus. Is mm-hmm. that fair, considering how long overdue it was we were waiting, like, a... How many years over the course of the whole Marvel run have people been saying, where's the Black Widow movie? Where's the Black Widow movie? And now we we finally get it at this chance to see it. Do you think they should wait to give it what it deserves for it to be in the theater for people to experience it that way? Or do you think, hey, these are weird times. People want to see it. We have an opportunity here. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I think that um, I think they should wait. Uh, to release it in theaters also just want to bring out the fact that like once you put it online like it makes sense that the invisible man is going to go online because it already had its theatrical release and it did make its make sales on the opening weekend and everything it just happened to be in the middle of it all and then this covid shit happened (laughs) but for black widow Like what's going to realistically what's going to happen is they're not going to get their investment back. Like the producers are not going to make their money through video on demand because there's going to be leaked copies there because it's digital. Who knows? People are recording it, uploading it on these streaming sites and they're really not going to make their money. So at the end of the day, it's going to be a win-win for everybody. People are going to watch it the way they intended to, um, and this is one of those movies. Black Widow is a movie where like people will buy their advance tickets and and go to the you know like the midnight screening or whatever it is. I mean, I probably would. Uh, I, I would love to watch this on the first first view. It's guaranteed to make its money,
0: right? Mm-hmm. So I would not see them. I could see them saying, "Yeah, we'll just wait. We'll mm-hmm. just wait."
1: Yeah, I feel. I feel like the antip- anticipation. Once people can actually go to a theater and watch a film, and if this is a film that they've been anticipating to watch, they'll they'll laugh. They'll be laughing. People will be filling that place just oh, yeah. to, on top of wanting to see this movie, plus being yeah. in a movie theater again.
2: The first thing I will do once all of this is over. I'm not even joking. I'm going straight to the movies. I'm going straight to the movies because guys, I, we gotta—we're going together. We're all going to the movies together. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna sit right beside each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would
1: be weird if we didn't sit beside each other. Yeah, all the same. But yeah, let's all, yeah. all find different spots. In the- <laughs> yeah, no, but, yeah, seriously,
2: five seats apart. Um, no, I got it. I gotta go. And that's the thing I miss so much. Like it's like it's so weird. It's almost it's a comfortable place. It's my comfort zone. Is the movie theater? I miss it so fucking much. So I can't wait. To do this. Yes, we're all going to go. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, we're going to go to that indie theater. That's what we'll do. Our first movie, whatever the first movie we go out to go see once all this COVID crap is done with, we're going to mm-hmm. go to that indie theater. I can't remember what it is called, but the guys that are fighting Cineplex, we're going to go somewhere. The
1: Regent or the Mount
2: Pleasant yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 We'll definitely check it out. All right. So we're talking about all of the, um, you know, streaming services and everything. Uh, we know how Rich feels about Netflix. But it's really funny because earlier in the show, I mentioned just how... Um, I actually, like, canceled Netflix. I have I had it, and then for a few months, I canceled it because they started getting rid of all their content um, or external content, and they started doing originals. Anyways, with this COVID shit, I ended up downloading it again. And so... <laughs> I've just noticed earlier this week it's been slowing down. Mm, yeah. uh, it's been freezing. and I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's never happened before. And then I learned today that Netflix Canada has slowed down, and I might not have the right ter- terminology here, but slow down the I guess the bandwidth or cut it down and um, mainly because they have so much high traffic mm-hmm. that they had to do this so that a lot of people can be on Netflix on the platform getting content. But they've given us uh, apparently lower video quality, lower overall quality, which also explains the whole kind of lag and everything.
0: It makes sense. and They had to do this apparently for all the servicing around the globe, basically, because what else are people doing other than streaming Netflix right now? So it's a tax on the system. um, Mm -hmm. But they're hoping with the changes that they've made recently that um, it should reduce the data traffic in terms of the bandwidth use by Mm -hmm. 25%. We'll see how that takes effect. And that's effective as of uh, last Thursday. There you Interesting. go. Interesting.
2: Cool. I feel like if you want to invest in any stocks right now, Amazon and Netflix. <laughs> and Zoom. And Zoom. Zoom.
0: Zoom. Apparently Zoom's uh, stocks went through the roof now because everybody's doing video conferencing. Mm-hmm. And um, he's worth $4 billion now. I don't know. Maybe he was worth $2 billion before it hit the fan. But, uh, yeah, video conferencing and... Yeah, whatever service you're doing in terms of helping people working from home, that's where it's at. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably too late now. I think all everyone else knew that already.
2: <laughs>
0: <There you laughs> all go. the
2: I, geckos of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if your Netflix is uh is is a bit slow, there's so many other streaming services out there that offer content. Apple TV+, Amazon Prime Studios, which we should probably tease what we're going to be reviewing next week. Yes. We are oh, going yeah. over. We're leaving Netflix for a little bit. We're gonna go over to Amazon Prime um, because, well, a lot of people we figured a lot of people have the Amazon Prime account uh to get the, you know, the whole one day, two day shipping. And with your membership you get um you get access to Amazon Prime videos. So they have lots of original content. They have a new movie uh, which came out this month. It's called Blow the Man Down. It's not that kind of movie. Yowza! <laughs> <is>. Glad you <laughs> said that. I know. <laughs> Imagine if it just stopped at Blow the Man. It's called
0: Blow the Man <laughs> <laughs> Down, so listen for our review next week, guys. Peace.
2: <laughs> <laughs> going down. Um, this has to do with, I think, like two young girls, so let's not go there. That's kind of gross. Uh, two young girls who, something with a fishery thing. It has to do with something. There's a murder mystery, though, involved. It's a it. murder mystery. We'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that.
1: It's a film about Brendan Gleeson giving blowjobs <laughs> in a fishing town. huh dirty. That's but fishy. That is giving fishy blowjobs.
2: Oh,
1: jeez. Fish beforehand. And, oh, oh, oh. oh,
0: terrible. Mm-hmm. Um. It okay. is currently rated 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, though. Right now. It's 100% right now. Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, blow the man down 100%. That, I don't know if that means people are bored and they'll watch anything right now, but who knows. But the I mean, critics seem to like it.
2: Isn't that what we're doing? <laughs> the trailer looks pretty cool.
1: The trailer looks pretty cool. It has kind of a Coen Brothersy kind of vibe to it at their most kind of dramatic. So... Mm-hmm. We'll I hope, see. I
2: hope it's good. We'll see. Okay, Blow the Man Down came out this month on Amazon Prime Video, so check it out. We recommend you watch it and then catch up with us next week so we can talk about the film together. Uh, and our flashback pick for next week is actually a listener recommendation yes, that we got. For request, for yeah. From
1: our friend uh, Giovanni, and he was wondering, hey, can you do... A review of the film Drive, starring uh, the dreamy Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, because in his heart, he feels that, you know, it's a pretty divisive film. He's heard so many people it is. use it. He's heard so many people shit on it. Yep. I think we the, we talked about it off air. Um, the last time we all watched it was many, 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 many moons ago. I remember liking it. I think we all remember liking it. But I, I, I did. Think it was, you know, It's going to be nice to do a little flashback maneuver and take it in again. I think people's
0: expectations of this movie, I don't know what they were when they went in to see it, but a lot of people came out of it not liking it. And I was like, I don't get it.
1: But on the flip side, I remember a lot of people loving it. Yeah, I know. It's amazing.
2: Yeah, I remember that too. I remember not watching it in theaters. I think I watched it uh, a few months after it came out, like on DVD or something. And I remember really liking it. It was one of those... Movies that had, um, you know, it had a, it definitely had like a style to it. And if you're not into that style, then yeah, I could see you not liking it. But generally, it was a good movie. I remember the acting being good. I'm really excited. So this movie came out in 2011, um, and so it's been a while. It's I, been a while. I'm I, down to watch it. I again. think
1: it's the right amount of time to. Um, Rich, can you hear that uh, siren? Sure, can. Where you are. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't funny. know if it's on
0: my side or on your side. Things on, <laughs> on our side. It's on our
2: side. Well, we all live near a police department. So I've been sense. hearing.
0: Have you guys been hearing more sirens than usual? Yeah. Yeah, I have.
2: You know what? Though I hear sirens every single day. We do live in Toronto, but I think the reason why is because there's not a lot of cars on the street.
0: Oh, man. That's a good point.
1: point, actually. Yeah. Yeah, sirens I, know. Have, I, I know I like, hear sirens all the time
2: around here. I feel like shit. I've been
0: hearing more sirens than usual. I don't I know. Think but maybe out. I've been at home longer than usual, too. So who knows, right? That's, That's a good point.
2: That is true. Wait, it's wait. not just sound effects. I <laughs>
1: know what <it> was <laughs> um, Ryan Gosling? Ryan. Oh, no. So I think okay. this movie, we, we haven't watched it in enough time where we can actually, you know, watching it again, maybe we'll kind of take in and digest some things a little differently. Maybe. yeah. We'll
2: okay. see what happens. Yeah. I, you know what? I feel I'm going to love it as much as I did the first time. Me too. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have a film recommendation for us, you can always reach out to us on Twitter at Honey Wagon Pod or on Instagram at The Honey Wagon Podcast. If you're not a social media person, you can always email us at thehoneywagonpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know some pics because we need some movies please, to watch
1: please.
2: during this yeah. whole yeah, quarantine, is isolation It's a great time. way to interact. Let us know what you recommend. Let us know what your favorite movies are. Uh, or if you need some movies to watch, we'll give you, we'll give you a list. I love it. All right. So, uh, yeah, this has been the podcast, guys. It's been fun. Yes, it has been. Been a good time. Next week, we're gonna review "Blow the Man Down," starring Brendan Gleeson.
0: <laughs> Brendan Gleeson is not in this movie, folks.
2: <laughs> what if he is? What if he is in the movie?
0: Uh, oh, if he's in the movie, if he Holy pops cow. up, imagine if he pops up somewhere like has
1: yeah. a cameo or oh, something. Off of someone's lap.
2: Yeah. What if he's like taking advantage of the fish
1: oh. and doing? Ooh, that sounds like a Troy McClure move. Sorry uh, for that <laughs> popping uh, pop. <laughs> yeah, that, it's definitely a Troy, Troy McClure move for sure.
2: Speaking of fish, remember to check check out at Hooked Inc. on Instagram. Actually,
1: let's just go through all of our. Sure. Yeah, now okay. And you just so all of them.
2: at Hooked Inc. is a uh, fish market in Toronto. They have four locations. Check them out. Um, you can order. Uh, online and on like their Instagram, you can DM them. They also have a really cool phone line where it's like you could place orders. They'll do curbside pickup. And if you just want to call and talk to someone, they're opening their phone lines for that as well. That's awesome. Okay.
0: And don't forget to check out a stock and trade They're at the Danforth and Greenwood, but they are offering free delivery with no minimum orders. So you can check them out online or you can check them out on Instagram at stock in trade. T O.
1: Awesome. And the last two, Extra Butter, a phenomenal coffee shop in Toronto on Rossesville's Avenues. They're offering takeout orders. They're delivering coffee beans and other special orders. They do have the right beans. (laughs) The right beans. Better than Larry's lattes. Better than Mocha Joe's. You can DM them on Facebook or Instagram. On Instagram, they are at Extra Butter underscore Roncy. That's R-O-N-C-Y. Again, at Extra Butter underscore Roncy. Uh, and then for the final um, business who we want to plug in unison guitar lessons they're at Instagram at in unison guitar listen you're at home right now you're not doing much maybe you're looking at pictures of Brendan Gleason maybe you're working on your dart skills or just thinking about your toenails listen <laughs> learn to play the guitar <laughs> from a pretty skilled guitar player a for me just one of the best guitarists I've ever seen in the live setting they're offering virtual lessons on Skype right now with a special discount of 25% off. The discount code is hashtag stay home.
2: And on that note, stay home, stay safe, stay away from people. Wash your right? hands. Wash your hands. Stay away from Brendan. Stay away, man. And those fish lips. Yeah. <laughs> this has been take 13 of the Honeywagon podcast. We'll catch you for take 14.
1: Love it.